Welcome back, Magic Seekers. Thank you so much for joining us today. We are your hosts. I'm Sarah. And I'm Christine. And thanks for being here again. Yeah. Welcome. <laughs> it's been, it's a, been a minute. It's been a minute. <laughs> yeah. 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 Our The topic that we're doing today, we were supposed to do a month ago, but then life happens. And literally two seconds ago, I was like, okay, let me get the jar, <laughs> meaning the mason jar questions. And she was like, Christine was like, girl, no, we're doing a topic today. <laughs> I got you. I got our questions ready to go. Uh, oh, man. You know. Just, you know, I was doing it. Yeah. <laughs> Winging it. Exactly. Um. Okay, really quickly, before we dive into anything else, I wanted to tell them about the eye thing, because I feel like that can legit happen to anybody, and I was, like, freaking out when all of a sudden my eye was getting all wonky. Yes, please. So, one of the reasons why we haven't recorded in a bit is because I was supposed to come over one day to record, and I was at work, and everything's fine. It sounds dramatic, but it wasn't dramatic at all, but it felt dramatic in the moment because I had Mm -hmm. no idea what the hell was going on. So, I was at work, and I work on a lot of documents, which means the background on my screen is a lot of white, right? Because it's all just Word documents. Yeah. And all of a sudden, I was, like, seeing dots in my left eye. That is so scary. And it was weird because I could, like, kind of see through them. I can't even explain it. But anyway, it started off as, like, three little dots. And I was like, oh, there's something on my screen. And then I was like, no, there actually there isn't. And I was like, that's weird. And so then I, like, went to the bathroom to see if there was, like, whatever, mascara in my eye. Right. And then I was like, oh, no. When I move my eye, it moves with it. And the dots are staying in the exact same formation. Oh, my God. It's like, uh, you know, when you, like get up really fast and mm-hmm. you like see stars i thought you were gonna say it was like an alien um like uh what's the thing where they like go inside your body oh like a probe exactly like i thought that's where <laughs> you were going we were going into very different i, I mean sci-fi and you went like you know real world <laughs> i mean that's not too far-fetched out of my mouth so exactly yeah. um and so I was like, all right, that's really weird. And I was at work. So then I called the doctor and was like, should I be worried? And they're like, hmm, well, if there's like other stuff going on, then you should be worried. But, you know, um, just come in as soon as you can and whatever. So then I went back to work and like within the next hour and a half, they had doubled and there was like more. And so that's then I'm so like, scary. cool. And my and your brain just instantly goes to like worst case scenario. So I'm like, oh, cool, yeah. I'm losing my eye. Um, and we're just going to have to deal with that. And um, flash forward to I ended up getting to get into the eye doctor. And what they explained to me is it just happens. They don't specifically know why. And it just kind of goes away on its own. So the reason why I'm saying this is because I never knew that eye floaters were a thing. Mm-hmm. So when all of a sudden in my vision, I just started seeing black dots, I started to freak out and I started to panic. Yeah. And then just as quickly as they showed up for <clears throat> me, just as quickly they went away. That's not always the case. Mm-hmm. But what I want to say is if that ever happens to you, if all of a sudden you start seeing dots within your eye um, and it feels really weird, There are certain things that the doctor says to look out for, which is like if you suddenly have like bubble vision, strobe vision, if like, you know, you start having all these other things and there's then you need to go to the doctor right away. Mm -hmm. Um, If it's just floaters, you should probably still go to the doctor just so that way they can run tests. But like, it's okay. It'll mostly go away on its own. It's still good to get checked out. But 
you will be fine. And my vision oh my was like back to normal within like two days. I mean, and my vision was fine, but like they were basically gone within two days. And it's wild because when I was leaving work and I was like driving home, I ended up calling you because yeah. I was supposed to come over that night. And I was like, so I probably shouldn't be driving right now. No, nope. because at that point I had like over a dozen in my eye. So it was just like. It looks like, okay, I never saw that Sandra Bullock movie, Bird Box. I never saw it. But, like, you know, did you see it where, like, their mm-hmm. eyes are all weird in the movie? Yeah. I kept feeling like that's what it must look like. <gasps> but when you, it's that's weird. That's so scary. Because it was just, like, so many, like, black dots in my eye. But at the same time, you kind your eyes kind of adjust and you get used to seeing them. So then you can, like, kind of see past them. And because I was driving home, if I was looking at the street, which is obviously the gravel is dark, I wouldn't even notice that they were there. But the second mm-hmm. I looked up like horizon height or up into the sky, I just saw all these black dots in the sky, which oh always moved gosh. as much as, as much as you move dry. So it was like a little disorienting, disorientating, just whatever that word is. Um, but yes, my whole point is because I never knew that this was even a thing. And I just want people to know it is a thing. I'm so glad you're okay. You should totally go get checked out if that mm-hmm. suddenly happens to you. But don't have the instant like a like panic that I had because I just never even knew it was a thing. So I was like, oh my yeah. god, I'm losing my eye. Um, and those little random things are things that we never know about until they happen to you. And I feel like we should mention them more often so that way when other people start having them, then they know what's going on. For but sure. Even my eye doctor was like, oh yeah, that used to happen to me all the time in high school. Like you know, you don't have to worry about it. It's okay if that's like your only symptom. It'll just go away on its own. So wow, the more you know. The more you know. There's a little beautiful rainbow just goes. <laughs> That's the sound a rainbow makes. Of course. <laughs> so, uh, I'm so glad you're okay. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you for That's being understanding. That's so scary. Yeah, it actually was one of those, uh, those like, uh, you know, when you're calm on the surface where you're freaking out underneath. Oh, yeah. Yeah, where I was like, it's fine. It's not my deal. It'll be fine. But inside, I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Just that sound. Just that. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. So, how are you? How's your heart feeling? My heart's feeling so good lately. Yeah. Like, I've been in like such a good mood. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know why? Because. Oh, I love, I love that you're ready with a reason. <laughs> yes. Hit me with it. Remember last episode, we were talking about like i i was feeling like in a creative rut mm-hmm. and if i just spent a few minutes of each day being creative yep girl i'm doing it literally every day yeah you are producing so much content right now i am going full force on tiktok mm-hmm. and um i feel so good about it yeah like and i so with Instagram, Instagram was fun, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it still is, but it was really fun. Yeah. And then they keep these freaking updates mm-hmm. and it drives me freaking nuts. And then it, it just gets like, I don't know, saturated, mm-hmm. right? Um, and it doesn't feel fun anymore. Yeah. And also because... Now I'm trying to do, like, the influencer stuff, mm-hmm. but with my old Daisy Natives account. And this is what I posted yesterday on on my account, that the reason I haven't been present there is because it really feels like I, like, a, a, like a bit fraudy. Mm-hmm. Like, I, um, 
I gained my audience from my business and not from me posting personal stuff. And people were so freaking nice in my DMs. Like, it was unreal. Like, I, like, I was, like, crying the whole day. Because people really like me. Yes. The people (laughs) who wouldn't have been into that would have already left. I know. And... Let me tell you, I have been losing, like, hundreds of followers, mm. but I'm not mad about it. Like, they're yeah. going to weed themselves out. Yeah. But I just need, like, I want to be my authentic self mm. on my Instagram, and I want to show up as me, but it just very much felt like, okay, now now that I have thousands of followers, I'm going to start posting all my personal shit and that's it so here it is yeah even if i don't know i don't know so i i was having trouble with that Mm -hmm. but then i i got really vulnerable on instagram stories yesterday and basically said what i just said Mm -hmm. and i it's not like i posted that looking for confirmation Mm -hmm. but of course people responded of course um and they were so nice and like it the reassurance is so nice yeah. to hear you know sometimes um every once in a while when you're doubting <clears> yourself <throat> it's so nice to have someone say no you're fine yeah we're here we're exactly. here for you we've been here for you from the beginning and we still are exactly so excuse me that was really nice um so like the reason i've been posting on tiktok mm-hmm. the most is because like it very much feels like a fresh start. Yeah. And just like starting from scratch on an entirely different platform mm. is honestly exhilarating. Like it's so much fun. <laughs> I've I've like I don't know, like met, quote unquote, mm-hmm. so many different creators and like it's it's been super fun like yeah. a like a whole new wave of creativity just like came over me and wow. i'm really enjoying it so it, it's just like really put me in such a good mood yeah you seem <clears throat> lighter and happier yeah yeah i am i love that thanks and it's exactly what it ended up being i knew exactly yeah. the the prescription that i needed yeah just be more creative yeah like like just start do, doing it do something yeah do anything yeah and then it'll just like snowball mm-hmm. and it always does for me yeah and it feels so good what's kind of cool about that though is that whenever you do find yourself in a rut if it ever happens again you know you completely have what you need to get out of it oh yeah exactly Which, as i said that could probably apply to so many different things I know, um, yeah. but it's it's wild yeah it's like you already know you're like okay i know what i need to do yeah to you know get myself to where i want to be yeah and it's just do more of being you yeah the older i get the the better understanding i have of like you know my brain yeah <laughs> and if I know that this is what it needs to be happy, mm-hmm. do Let's it every do it. day. Yeah. Do it every freaking day until you're blue in the face. Wow. So I've been really good. My heart's feeling so good. <laughs> That's so <laughs> awesome because, I mean, honestly, like, 
I've seen it. You've lived through it. Our listeners have heard it. Like, you've been really open and honest about when things haven't been good. Mm-hmm. So it's really awesome to see you feeling so good right now. Thanks, girl. That's so great. Thanks. I love it. I love it. And I can't wait to continue to see all the stuff that you create because you have been fucking hustling lately. Thank you. Every time I go on TikTok, I'm like, oh, my God, another video? And then I go to look at your actual page because i'm like i bet you there's like three more and yeah. i'm like sure enough i was like she, i was at work and she was just like boom boom, boom. i'm like holy I've shit i've really been trying to post like three times a day on tiktok and wow. it's so fun like i feel like it's so much less pressure yeah like and that's why we love tiktok because we it's like the filter is gone oh yeah like i'm still posting outfits and like you know, pretty things throughout my day, mm-hmm. but still like mixed in with life. Yeah. You yeah. Know? Yeah. I think that that's what <clears throat> we've always loved about it is that you'll have, you can follow the same creator and one day they're completely glammed up. Yeah. And then the next one, they have not a single ounce of makeup on. They're in like dirty sweatpants mm-hmm. and you'll love both videos. You're like, oh, I'm not here for one or the other. I'm here right. for all of it. Yeah. Um, and it's pretty fucking cool when you get to see it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I could totally see though, from your perspective, because it's a fresh start, you getting to, you feeling more comfortable to show all of your sides. I think so. But with the account, which was formerly Daisy Natives, like probably feeling like you have to have it curated. Yeah. Like, okay, well, this is what you came for originally. So I have to try to keep it in line with that. Right. Um, yeah, that's a lot of pressure that I was putting on myself, but I mean, that pressure is still going to be there just because, like, it is, like, such a big following. Yeah. You know, like, I don't know. I, I feel like I would I would feel different if I had, like, 500 followers. Then I could do whatever I wanted. Mm-hmm. But, like, it's been so established for yeah. so long that it feels weird and, like, unnerving to, you know, wiggle. Yeah. A little bit of that. Yeah. Um, but I'll get there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it seems like you started working Um, through it yesterday, so. Yeah. Uh, like what I said yesterday on my stories, like, I'm just basically, I basically, I just need to get out of my own way. Like, Mm. like, yes, it's, yes, it's that simple. Like I have this barrier that I'm putting up in my mind, like. Mm girl follow the rules you yeah. know the rules there are no rules mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. there are no rules i could do whatever i want it's my account honestly <laughs> and if there were rules the person running your simulation would just control all delete so you're fine exactly <laughs> exactly <laughs> no i am completely and absolutely with you i yeah. love all of that that you just said that's amazing yeah so feeling good you're having fun yeah good how's your heart feeling my friend very similarly I'm like feeling so, 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 so good lately. And it is so much fun. Um, I'm so glad. I started my own podcast. It is, guys. <laughs> which is listen, girl, it's a plug wild that shit. statement to make. Um, it is the coziest thing. I was listening. Uh, no, first you tell them what oh. your podcast is. <laughs> I'm going to stop talking. No, <laughs> um, it's called Reading with Christine Figs. Which is actually a hashtag that I started years ago on Instagram of all the books that I read. And what I started doing so long ago was I would just post whatever book I had just finished 
what I liked about it, my favorite line, and then I would hashtag it reading with Christine Figs. Truthfully, it was more so I could like be proud of all the books that I had read. Like I had a way to look back and be like, ah, yes, I read all these books. Secondly, it was a really good way for people to, because people typically ask me like, hey, what's a good book recommendation? Mm -hmm. And because I read so frequently, there would be moments where like, you know, you get asked that question and all of a sudden your brain blanks Mm or someone's like, what's your favorite meal? And you're like, food? I've never eaten food in my life. (laughs) (laughs) So sometimes people will say, oh, what's a really good book that you've read lately? And I'm like, books? I've never read a book ever. (laughs) And so then I would look through the hashtags and be like, oh, this one or oh, this one. Yeah. Um, And so there was a few like reasons like that. But it's also been nice because people will follow it. Anyway, I got to the point I tried to start sharing the books that I was reading on TikTok. And it just did not work for me for two reasons. One at the time they only had minute long audios that you could do um and i can't describe a whole book concept in a minute yeah um so then i would do multiple parts and like if you scroll through my tiktok account you'll see it's like part one of like six and then Mm -hmm. what would suck about that is people who were just scrolling let's say they would find part five they're like well wait i haven't looked i haven't watched the first part i can't just watch part five and so it just wasn't the right algorithm for that mm-hmm. and the other reason why it didn't work is book talk is huge like we mm-hmm. talked about in our last episode you know the reading world is blowing up on tiktok right now but they have made it so that you're doing well on that app if you read like a lot of people will say these are the 42 books i read in february and you're like, what? February is 28 days. It's two days shorter than every other month, sometimes three days shorter. And you read how many? Like, it's to the point that it's it's too much. It becomes very overwhelming for me. Like, yeah, of I course. follow one person who, whenever she does videos, I, genu- I genuinely and generally enjoy them. But then she'll do this thing where she calls it a readathon, where for 24 hours straight, she just stays up and she just reads as many books as she possibly can. Is that enjoyable, though? That's my thing. It, trying to be part of the TikTok book talk world. It's very competitive. It got, yeah. Exactly. It just got to be too overwhelming for me. And yeah. I'm like, I just want to read and like yeah. talk about it. <laughs> um, and yeah, I, I don't know. It all just kind of like snowballed. And all of a sudden... I was setting up a fucking microphone and was like, okay, I'm going to do this. Um, It is so good. It is so good. It's so short and sweet. That's exactly what I wanted it to be. Yeah. It doesn't like, like this um, podcast. It's, it's not like an hour long. It's not like, nope. A quick six mm-hmm. minutes, eight yeah. minutes. Yeah. I, I think the longest one I've recorded <clears throat> is 15 minutes, but in that one, I talk about Midnight Sun and the whole Twilight Saga. Oh, I mean, so of course, that needs a long time. Yeah. I would like, I'm requesting an hour <laughs> long for. <laughs> probably for, could. <laughs> but, uh, and that was very much like, I'm talking about all five books in yeah. 15 minutes. Um, it yeah. is so good, though. Thank like, you. Thank oh my, you. I'm so proud of you. I also listened to it when it, yesterday, when it mm-hmm. was like, sn- like chunk chonky snowing out <laughs> and oh my oh, god so it was so cozy it was so cozy it's funny because when i first thought about doing it i was like oh my god well if anybody if you're listening to this you've most likely listened to the last episode that we did which we talked about reading mm-hmm. and when i listened back to that episode 
the intensity of which I was speaking and the speed, even <laughs> I was like, girl, chill out. And so because of that, I just kept thinking that's what the podcast would sound like. Yeah. I thought the podcast would be me going a mile a minute. People are having to slow down the audio to try to keep up. Mm-hmm. And it would just be like the horses left the stables and the races, like something absolutely wild. Yeah. And so when I sat down to actually do it and the complete and absolute opposite was true, mm-hmm. I was like, oh my God, this is not at all what I thought this was going to sound like. Yeah. Um, And this is going to be so cheesy, but just, I'm just going to be me because it's yep. our podcast here and this is what we do. Yep. It was so different from what I thought it was going to sound like. And I just fell so in love with it. Like, I was just like, oh, I'm going to be. And it's funny because when talking about it with Jill, even she was like, oh, my God, it's going to be so fun listening. And you get so excited. And I had already recorded the two that I dropped yesterday, which was the intro in the first episode Mm -hmm. and listened back to them. And I was like, girl, it doesn't sound like that. Like, I'm still me, obviously. I go, but I talk at a normal (laughs) speed. Like, I'm very calm, very relaxed. It's more just like a conversation. Yeah. And. I because I in my head had been expecting this whole like oh my god oh my god this is what I'm talking about and blah 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 blah. when I heard it back the first time I was like did I totally get this wrong like oh my god how did I fuck this up so much and then when I listened to it again I was like well no that's actually what I sound like yes you will absolutely have moments where I'm tripping over my words because I'm talking so fast um but then the rest of the time I'm significantly more relaxed and I'm just yeah. like happy to share yeah whatever it is that I think about these books um it gives it gives such a Mr. Rogers reading rainbow feel oh my god and what a fucking compliment it Holy is shit. just <laughs> the coziest thing like I love it thank you, you. just like wrap me you just like wrapped me in a blanket and like gave me a cup of tea. I love that. And Thank you. <laughs> oh, so good. Yeah. So I want them to be pretty short, easy to, to easy to digest. And every episode I want to talk about a book and then another form of art that I'm like currently obsessed with. So it's either mm-hmm. like a documentary or music or whatever. Um, and what's a lot of fun about it, um, aside from having a space in which I can talk about the books that I'm reading is it, it gives me a chance to also talk about all the other art that I absorb. Like I love music and I love documentaries and I love going to museums and I love, I love all of these different things and I can have those conversations absolutely with any of the people in my life, but it's so nice to like have a space where I can like talk about it. And it's also really nice to have a reason to actively seek these things out. Mm -hmm. Um, And be like, okay, well, you know, it's something that I can go and I can experience for myself. And it's also something I can talk about with, in this community for sure um but the super cheesy part about all of this is when i started listening back so i dropped the first two episodes but i actually have three more that are just ready to go for the next few weeks awesome um and that's like a little peek behind the curtain guys um but i listened to them all and listening to them all i could (laughs) this is so cheesy but all i could think was oh my god i love you so much like listening back to me talking oh, that's so beautiful. about these books, I was just like, "Oh, girl, you are so cute! Oh my <laughs> god, I love you!" Like if that, if that had been someone I had never met before, like yeah. that's what I would have thought listening to this woman talk about these things that she's been able to enjoy. That's so beautiful. And it was this really weird, like full circle moment because there have been <clears throat> plenty of times in my life, especially when I was significantly younger, where the idea of loving myself 
would have just been so far from, you know, what I could have thought was possible, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, down to and I remember I was like at one point just filled with such self hatred like I remember even just the sound of my voice where I was like I don't understand how anybody could possibly ever listen to, like it was just so I was so low and so to now be at this point where not only am I listening to myself speak which is my I used to have an issue with my own voice um, but I'm also listening to myself like nerd out and I'm excited by it and I yeah I was just it's so cheesy but I love it so much I literally was listening to it and I was like oh my god I love you so much and then I'm like oh my god that's me oh <laughs> that's, that's me I'm so about. sweet so yeah it's it's been really that's the epitome of self-love yeah yeah it's yeah. been really really great um and it's and it's left me on such a high it has left me on such a high like all week long last week i'd had like a really shitty week at work um but like this whole week i've just been like like while i'm at work i'm like nothing's bothering me everything's great like life is so good and it's been feeling really great and that's um, awesome it also just makes me excited because i have a plethora of books. You have so many so many books it's ridiculous that i haven't read yet i have so many books that i have read but yeah I have so many that I haven't read yet. Um, and it's exciting. It's so exciting to be like, oh, my God, I get to do this. And it's wild because I don't even know how many months ago, but a few months ago, I remember thinking, I just want to be able to read and get paid for it. Like, that's mm-hmm. all I want. And so this is one of those things where it's not there, but that could be where it absolutely goes. And yeah, to and I didn't know how to get there. You know, and so taking these steps and being like, oh, I could totally see where this could one day go. Yeah. Um, You know, I really I currently have an online shop, which is just a statement that I can't believe I can even say out loud, which is wild to say. Um, But if I could eventually turn that into like an actual like brick and mortar, I would just I would just shit my pants every day (laughs) in that store because I wouldn't believe my life. So it's one of those things. (laughs) So it's. um. Yeah, it's one of those things. It just very much feels like the beginning of something. Yeah. Which is really, really, really exciting. That's so um, great. And it's wild because it's something that I'm already doing. Yeah. You know, it's not it's not something so far out there where I have to learn a whole new skill oh, or yeah. anything like that. It's just like, oh, I just get to be more me. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Awesome. Just a natural next step. Yeah. So, yeah, it's got me pretty happy lately. Wow. I love it. I really do. Good for you, girl. Thanks. I'm so proud of you. Thank you. Thanks. I'm proud of me, too. It feels good. Good. I love it. Yay. Look at us. <laughs> look at us. Hey, look at us. Um, Just two happy clams. Two happy clams <laughs> in love, um, which is the perfect segue because our topic today is about love. Yes, it is. And I just knew about this uh, five minutes ago. <laughs> yeah, we were supposed to, again, guys, we were supposed to do it last month and it was supposed to be like, you yeah. know, part of Valentine's Day in February and all of that. But I forgot. Again, life happens. <laughs> And we just didn't get to it. So, but I do have a, a list of some questions. Oh, my God. So it's still a question Always episode. So prepared. But, you know. All right. Let's see what we got here. First and foremost, when and where did you go on your first date ever? I don't know. I, there's a oh. lot of these I don't know your answers to. So I'm excited <laughs> about this. Oh, my gosh. Um, When and where. Okay. When was the, um, it was the last day of my junior 
year of high school. Mm-hmm. And I went to Point Pleasant Beach. <gasps> I love Point Pleasant Beach. Yeah. And we... Um, it, it was very awkward. And <laughs> it was... <laughs> As all first dates kind of are. Yeah. I've, I was a late bloomer. Like, yeah. I feel like going on a first date... I mean, maybe not. I was like... Mine was older, so you're good. Yeah? Oh, yeah. For well, I mean, the first one, I actually count. I think yeah. we were actually... Both of us were late bloomers. Yeah. For yeah. a lot of the same things. Absolutely. Um, but, yeah. I love Point Pleasant. And... For anyone who isn't from Jersey... Oh, yeah. There's I should like, explain that. Yeah. It's a, it's a very family-friendly beach. It's the beach I grew up going to. It's like... It's not the jersey shore mm. oh, well yeah. it is the original jersey shore like it's what the jersey shore really is but yeah you know. it's like boardwalk yeah boardwalk games fun but also less french fries in a bucket yes oh my <laughs> god it's so true less like drunken jersey shore boardwalk not, it's not seaside beach yeah it's not it's, it's like point pleasant. <laughs> few arcades with stuffed animals that yeah. you can win and pizza places and yeah. yeah it's very like quintessential real jersey shore yeah for anybody who lives here yes i love that that was your first date yeah I, it's one of my it favorite was, places in jersey i think it might be my favorite place in jersey. yeah it was very uh it's very quintessential yeah jersey like jersey high schooler place to go yeah. on a first date yeah why, why it makes not? sense yeah you can't really go to many places. So it's like that oh, perfect. Yeah. Like you don't have to worry about being a certain age or anything right. like that. It's still a fun day. Just walk the boardwalk. That's what we that. did. Yeah. Oh, God. I can't wait till it's the summer and I can walk the boardwalk. I know. Yeah. Okay. Um, when was yours? So. The, when and what? I feel like I, you know, when you're in high school, you hang out with boys, but it's not like a date date. Yeah. I feel like it is, but it's not really, you know. Yeah. You just, yeah. like, hang out in the backyard or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Or you, like, go. One of the things that we used to always do would be, like, walk the mall, like, very similarly. Like, oh, you can't drive yes. anywhere. You're not old enough. You don't have a license. So your mom drops you off at the mall. His parents yeah. drop him off at the mall. That kind of yeah. deal. But at my first real date, and this is what I think of, and it's just funny to me, is that um, I was a freshman in college. And I met this guy through work. And he was just... Or I should say he still is so <laughs> dreamy. <laughs> We're friends on Facebook. And um, so I met him through work, meaning that Mary Claire and Liz uh, had no idea who he was. And I had just told them about him. And they oh. were like, oh, my God, who is this oh guy? Oh, my God, my- this is that date, huh? Yes, it is. <gasps> oh, that's right. I have told you about this. So they were so excited for me, which was really sweet. But they were also like, who is this guy? We have no idea what he is or who he is or anything Uh like that. So anyway, so he comes and he picks me up and we decide to go see a movie. We went out to dinner and then a movie. Yes, we went. Sorry, we went to dinner. Then we went to a movie and then we went to Dunkin Donuts because that's like the only late night thing to do in New Jersey is, I guess, go sit at a 24 hour Dunkin Donuts until you eventually both want to go home. Mine was Wawa or Taco Bell. Exactly. Yeah. (laughs) All got them. (laughs) And so we went to this Italian restaurant, had this great dinner. Um, Then we went to go see a movie, had this great time. This is all to then say I find out like the next day, Mary Claire and Liz sat outside the restaurant (laughs) 
so they knew where we were going for dinner. They sat outside the restaurant. There was a Blockbuster in the same parking lot as the Italian restaurant. Blockbuster. They went oh into gosh. Blockbuster, bought themselves snacks, and then sat in the car and ate those snacks the whole time I was on my date in this restaurant. Which, oh my I mean, gosh. also kind of makes sense because, like, we didn't know this guy. He could have been a serial killer. I doubt he was. We were all, like, 20. True. But, like, still... Um, so they hung out in the parking lot the whole time. They also went and bought tickets to the same movie. I did not know any of this was I going on. I cannot believe you didn't know any that of this. That is what's wild. They sat a few rows behind us. Um, and then after that, they followed us to the Dunkin' Donuts. But then when we like walked in, they were like, okay, we're done. And then they left. Um, and I was... This was the guy that, like, every date we went on was, like, eight hours long. Like, we just would not stop talking. We oh, both got along just so well. so sweet. And I remember I was out until, like, three o'clock in the morning. Like, it was, like, really late. And we were legit just sitting at Dunkin' Donuts just talking because we just didn't want to stop hanging out. Yeah. And um, at that time, it was, like, the first, like, real date that I had gone on. And yeah. I, I was actually, like, 19. And um, I was living with my parents. And I remember... Like, I had put my phone on silent for the whole night. And so when we're getting in the car to then for him to then drop me off at home, I happen to look at my phone. And that's when I see all these missed calls and text messages from Liz and Mary Claire. But then a shit ton of missed calls from my parents. And I was <gasps> like, oh, my God, I left the house like almost 10 hours ago. They have no oh idea who my this God. guy is, where I am, nothing. Um, and if I remember correctly, I don't even think I had a Blackberry. Like, I think it was, like, still, like, a flip phone. It was probably, like, yeah. a Razor, you know? Yeah. Um, and so as we're, like, driving and about to turn on my block, I see that my dad is in the car about to turn onto the street that we're on. And as soon as I saw him, and this guy is just, like, chatting, chatting, chatting and all that stuff. And I see my dad driving, and it hits me where I'm like, oh, my God, he's driving looking for me. Like, oh, holy shit. my God. And I, like, pull up, and he drops me off, and whatever. Great night. It was, like, such a great day. And I I, like go inside and then my parents were like were you okay like because i was always that person even as an adult to just be like hey i'm okay just don't want you to worry you yeah know, i'll be home super late you don't yeah. have to worry um and still to this day they're like that's the nicest thing you could have ever done for us because as parents you're just always worried yeah um but I didn't. I didn't check in at any point throughout the whole night. I <gasps> was gone for almost ten hours. Time. I, we were just talking. It was just hilarious. We just had the best time ever. But I remember my like just I will never forget that feeling of as I'm trying to turn onto my block or as he's trying to turn onto my block. I see my dad like pulling out of my block, and I'm like, oh, that moment of like he's gonna beat my ass <laughs> as I'm like a nineteen year old. Obviously, oh that's not God. what happened at all. He was just worried, and he's like, I didn't even know where to go. And he goes, and then I realized that you're. He's like, you and all your friends always hang out at Dunkin' Donuts. And there was two different Dunkin' Donuts. Like, leaving my parents' house, you can either go to the right or to the left. We had gone to the one to the left. He was going to the one to the right. But wow. anyway, ended up being like, I'm home. I'm home. Come back. Come back. I oh made it Oh, my gosh. Um, but to me, still to this day, that's like the first real date that I... It's also like he paid... Like, it was like a real, like, thought out, yeah. planned date. Not like a, we'll both meet at the mall and then maybe get Starbucks. Like, right. You know? Yeah. So that's what I always think That's of. so sweet. Yeah, it was actually when I look back, I'm like, all those dates were great. They were awesome. Um, okay, who was your first kiss? Um, that date that I had. Oh, I love that at the beach. Yeah, it was at the beach. It was. Oh, yeah, that's so sweet. Yeah, yeah, he's a super great guy. Mm-hmm. It was. We've all got him, and it was, you know, very awkward. Of course, very very awkward. Uh, like, I, 
Oh my God. I was so nervous. This was literally my first day, first time alone with a guy. I'm telling you guys, I was such a late bloomer. Um, it was also, if you hear like farting noises, I promise I'm not farting. It's just my (laughs) squeaky chair. But also we had Mexican for dinner. So maybe we did. So maybe I'm telling you a lie. You don't know. Um, yeah it and it i was just so nervous i remember like shaking i was so nervous yeah um but it was he he tried to make it so special and it really was like we just we like sat like on the beach Mm. i don't even think we were like eating anything like i think we were just like so nervous to walk so we just like (laughs) sat on the sand as like the sun went down and he like kissed me there yeah so romantic and sweet i know i love that yeah wow um i was 15 and it was like my like first boyfriend yeah when you're yeah of course yeah um and he knew that i had never kissed anyone before so he knew it was like a big deal and we were dating for I don't even know how long. Most of the summer. Um, and then finally when he kissed me, I remember after he kissed me, he started singing. I think it's Nelly where it's like, I am number one. Two is just a number. Nuh-uh. Whatever the Nuh-uh. fuck that's on. <laughs> and I remember I started laughing so hard because like that type of, I just love it. Like uh, any of that super cheesy <laughs> stuff. And I just started laughing <coughs> so hard. And now that's what I always think of when it comes to my first kiss is oh like my God. obviously I was nervous and all that stuff but just the fact that he started singing that afterwards and I like still to this day I'm like oh yeah you were number one like I will never forget that ever. that's incredible so you never forget who your first kiss is of course not so yeah it was, wow I that was so nervous. is amazing yeah turned like a super awkward like moment after yeah of into course. a funny like yeah let's just laugh about this yeah so it was really cute um, what do you feel like is your ideal date night? We were talking about date nights in the car on the way here. I love that. Um, an ideal date night. Okay. Nothing too fancy, mm-hmm. but I, I do like getting dressed up. Yeah. Um, but like preferably maybe like a, wait, I gotta think this through. Okay. Now, now I'm like questioning myself. Okay, there's another question that might help you okay. answer one versus the other. Okay, describe a fun date that only costs twenty dollars. <gasps> so, oh, if it helps yeah. to be like, okay, this would be like a super low key date, and like this would be a little bit more high key date. Okay, like my dream low key cost twenty dollars date, right? Oh, this is like a scenario, not one that already happened. Oh, yeah. I was thinking of it as like a scenario. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, my first instinct Mm -hmm. was one that already happened. I love that. Tell us if you feel comfortable. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's it's when me and Harold first started dating. And like those are some of my favorite days ever because like we were so smitten and it was so cute. Um, But me and Harold were the same way. Like we would... Like, with your first date, Mm -hmm. like, we would literally spend hours, hours and hours just talking. Um, So, we first started dating in the summer, 
and summer in in Jersey is so dreamy. Like it's just yeah, like it is. We used to go to the beach at like literally nine o'clock at night <laughs> and just sit there, and we would um. We, I just remember us seeing so many shooting stars. Mm. I, I shit you not, like actual shooting stars. That's and then, magic. and then we would go to Taco Bell and then just <laughs> chill in the parking lot till literally like 4 a.m. Wow. So that's my $20 romantic date. I just love that. like, it's so, it's so like young love. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're, you're, you're super broke and <laughs> you can only afford Taco Bell, yep. but like you want to spend as much time together as possible. And it's still in your mind the best date ever. Yeah. And you're that like, was you just went to down. Taco Bell, but it was amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like a good, I took it as something to plan. Okay. Um, I feel like for me, a good like low key $20 date. Mm hmm. I mean, naturally, it would be to go to a bookstore. Um, True. But I feel like a, t- a food truck. A like, food I truck, love yeah. food trucks. I don't care if it's literally parked next to a warehouse. Like, it doesn't have to be, like, if you feel like the food is delicious at this one food truck and you're like, oh, my God, you have to try this. I'm like, yeah. yes. I love food trucks. So if there would be some sort of a date where we could, like, go to a food truck walk around a bookstore, grab some ice cream, and, like, just walk somewhere. I love that. Like, very similarly where I'm, like, I just want to be able to walk and talk all night long. Yeah. Um, And then I think of, like, where we are now, like, the Jersey City area, like, walking by the water where you get to just, like, see the New York City skyline is so beautiful. Or, like, if you went to the beach and you walked along the boardwalk. I love, love low-key date nights same i think that they are so much fun but i do oh sorry i do i hit the microphone with my titty um <laughs> but i do love getting dressed up i know and like putting on a nice outfit and trying a nice dinner i love going out to dinner i do i love food but i love doing things more yeah and so if it was like oh let's go take this cooking class or let's go do like something like that i love activities more let's go throw axes let's go mini golfing let's go something like that yeah um i love any date that's like that yeah yeah those are my favorite um okay that yeah that made it super easy to describe like a perfect date night right because then it's just like Yeah. yeah the two the two together yeah um do you i don't know this answer Do you believe in love at first sight? Mm, No. (laughs) I completely agree. You do? Yeah, I completely agree. I know I'm such a romantic, but I completely agree. You are such a romantic. That's shocking. I believe that you can be, and I know it because I've done it, but I know that you can be completely and absolutely infatuated by looking at someone. Sure. But, like, seeing someone, seeing someone just walk by and me being, like, him no, for the I, rest of my life. I've listened to way too many true crime podcasts. <laughs> like, that, no, yeah. girl, yeah. no, no, um, no, we no. We talking about how you had seen it and I just watched the Tinder Swindler. Yeah. And so I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. No, no con men. They're all con men. They're all con men. Or they're going to murder me. Yeah. And I know that, um, like, everyone has heard some 
grandparent couple being like, I saw her on the Ferris wheel and I knew she was it for me. Yeah. I just feel as though those there were simpler times. Yeah, for Um, sure. I think that our lives are more complicated now. I think that we are all significantly more self-aware. Yeah. And a lot of things that older generations just brush off. Younger generations are like, I'm not going to fucking put up with that. (laughs) Just because we're married? (laughs) I don't think so. Um, And so I just don't think that that really exists the way that it once did. Yeah. But I also don't think that it should because we're just different people. Yeah. Generations go by. Yeah. Um, But do you think people are made for each other? Um, I, like, are we talking, like, soulmates? Yeah. I think we have multiple soulmates. I completely agree with that. Yeah. Like, I think, um, and it doesn't have to be just, um, like, romantic love. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like in some other universe we were either like friends mm-hmm. or married married <laughs> or siblings, siblings or yeah. you know connected. like connected in some way yeah um olive <laughs> ma'am she's Miss like i'm ma'am. your soulmate <laughs> <laughs> see olive can be my soulmate too mm-hmm. like so um so yes and no yeah yeah no um i i completely and absolutely believe in soulmates yeah but i do not put them just in the romantic box yeah and i don't think it's just one person you know yeah i heard this really interesting um description of it there is this tiktoker who she's blowing up her name is teffy um i love teffy oh she's amazing she's so fucking funny and she's awesome um and she someone had asked her she was talking about (laughs) she was talking about miley cyrus and liam hemsworth Mm, and their relationship mm -hmm. because she talks a lot about a lot of pop culture and someone had commented do you think that they were soulmates and her answer was amazing her answer was i think they were soulmates for the time that they were together yeah and her whole concept is when it comes to like romantic soulmates and maybe even she means it platonically as well but the way she was describing it was romantically was who you are at that moment yeah can be soulmates with another person at that moment but as you continue to change and grow as a human that connection might change yeah as well and i love that because then when i think about certain connections that i've had throughout my life i'm like oh they were absolutely a soulmate of mine at that time yeah um but then I think of soulmates that I have now. And I mean, you know, I talk about my Holy Trinity all the time. Mm-hmm. And I think of like my connection with Nico, even though he's my brother, where I'm like, there's this like really powerful connection where, you know, it's just it's so interesting. And then I think of like, honestly, and then I think of like Jess, where I'm like, oh, my God, like the, you know, and I know she probably gets sick of it because I'm always just so overwhelming <laughs> with my love. It mm-hmm. just, I don't know. I, there's just really beautiful connections that you can have with people that when you start really looking into how people describe a soulmate, you're like, oh, I feel that so much for the people that are in my life platonically. Right. Um, and it's really beautiful. And I think that when you attach that to relationships that you have in your life, it's actually 
kind of magical because you're not just putting it in a romantic box. You're For like, sure, oh, yeah. I can experience this with so many other people. Yeah. Than people that I just have a romantic relationship with. Definitely. And that kind of makes those other relationships really special too. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. Plus Olive is my soul my soulmate. Olive's um. definitely my soulmate. <laughs> she's she's definitely like I love the the thought of like pets being soulmates too oh absolutely yeah i love that like in another life olive can show up as like a bunny or like a and still find you yeah yeah um it's funny because when penelope my cat for anyone who doesn't know like we found penelope actually nico found her and then he like brought her home to me and Penelope has a very specific personality. Mm. Not only does she have a very specific personality, Jill would be like, well, she's a cancer because she is. Her birthday's in July. Oh, um, my God. And so is Jill and so is Liz. Actually, Jill and Liz have the same birthday. And Penelope has very similar characteristics. She really does. Liz, especially, and like to Jill as well. And she'll they'll, they'll, they're like, oh, yeah, she's a cancer, of course. Um, and so my point is that there are like certain types of people certain personalities certain things that the people in my life have gone through that are like very similar when you start looking at all the connections and so it just feels like the same types of my point is the same types of souls seem to keep finding me yeah and so when you look at it like that there's something that's again really special i know i just keep saying the same thing but yeah. it's like it's really special because you're like yeah you know what like olive can keep coming back to you all throughout your life yeah and it's really special yeah when you think about it like that yeah um What's the best relationship advice that someone has ever given you? Hmm. Well, aside from the generic communication is everything, mm. um, I think that it's important to remember that and if you're in a, I think I've mentioned this before, um, how I feel like it was a few episodes ago, so sorry if I'm repeating myself, but I asked my mom mm. right before we got married, me and Harold got married, like, oh, why, why do people say marriage is so hard? And she said that it's because you're constantly growing yeah. and like ebbing and flowing. And I think if you're like in a long-term anything Hmm. friendship relationship even a even like a um like family yeah like you're you you're constantly growing as people Mm -hmm. so i think it's important to just like keep choosing each other yeah you know and keep showing up for your for your person no matter who that is yeah and just you know putting in effort mm-hmm. you know even when it's hard yeah yeah definitely yeah that's some that's some good advice and it's like real advice it's not like buy them flowers every other week yeah you know no no, no. it's like yeah. real yeah and whenever like things get hard in marriage or whatever like i always come back to that yeah just like no, we're just growing as individual people. Mm-hmm. Having a relationship in any aspect takes so much work. Yeah. In every aspect of that. Mm-hmm. Like 
you literally need to just like keep choosing yep your person it's that idea of <laughs> i've said this before but it's like you're being a total asshole right now mm-hmm. you are driving me crazy you are being a bitch but I fucking love you. Yeah. And I'm going to take a minute and walk away. And we're yep. going to come back to this later. I don't like you right now. Yes. But I do love you. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to walk away. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. And I'm not leaving. I'm yeah. just walking away for a minute. Right. Right. Yeah. 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 There's something. Yeah. There's something really special about that, too. It's just like you spend that much time with someone you're obviously especially in a romantic relationship you're gonna see the absolute worst in them you're gonna see the things that drive you absolutely crazy because we're all just human true and to have that moment of of like you just said i don't like you right now but i love you mm-hmm. that's real yeah damn yeah. yeah yeah um i feel like for me the two things that popped into my head was compromise that's always been the biggest thing learning mm-hmm. how to compromise um I think that's always difficult for me at times because I am so stubborn. And I think that's why it was a constant like thing. Like you're going to yeah. have to learn that yeah. you have to compromise um, because I am stubborn and I used to be even more so when I was younger. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think the best personal advice that I got was from my parents when I was younger, which was for them, <laughs> what they kept saying to me was don't get married till you're like 30. Until you like really know yourself. Mm-hmm. And um, their whole point, which I really commend them for. And I don't know if they would have realized at the time just how much of an impact it had on not just my life, but on who I became. Um, it was this idea of when you're young, you don't fully know who you are. And yeah. so if you got married really young, you could end up losing who you are because the two of you just meld into one person. True. And so for them who they got married very young, were just constantly telling me and Nico, like, know who you are before you get married. Like, go travel and see the world and make friends and meet people and have all of these wonderful experiences. When you meet your person, you will continue to have a wonderful life with them. Mm-hmm. But do those things for you first. Yeah. And that's exactly the kind of life I've ended up living. Yeah. You know, where it's just like now getting into any type of situation with anyone. I'm like, I know exactly who I am. I can't wait to meet who I become with us together. Yeah, for but sure. But I know exactly who I am and what I bring to the table in this relationship. Yeah. Um, and that was something that, again, I think that, you know, they said often enough, but I don't think that they maybe knew just how impactful that actually was. Because as I get older, the more people I meet, the more conversations I have with people as to how they were brought up. It's very different from what a lot of people were told. And a lot of women I know which were told, you know, we'll just find your husband and get married and start having babies. Mm-hmm. And that'll be your life. Yeah. You know, your life will begin when you're a mom. Yeah. And there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. No. Um, and that's wonderful. And that's a lot of people's happiness. But looking back on it, I'm like, wow, it's so cool that my parents didn't have that reaction whatsoever. You know, yeah. they were very much just like, no, go be your own person. Go and see the world and that's live amazing. your life. And it's so it's, progressive. It is very progressive. <laughs> yeah. Which is hilarious because they were so strict growing up. Yeah. Like they were like, uh, you're 17. We want you home by eight. And I'm like, but what? <laughs> um, they were super strict. But they were they were very much this um empowering with the sense of knowing exactly who i am yeah you know and that's pretty freaking cool and i feel like that was some pretty good advice but their whole point like once you're actually in a relationship is like you just have to learn to compromise you know like how to figure out um and 
along that same vein, Jay Shetty, who is a motivational speaker, mm-hmm. um, he was a monk. He's absolutely amazing. He, my mom loves him. Oh, you know what? Me and your mom always end up loving all the same things. Oh yeah, you uh, guys listen to the same exact podcast. It cracks me up. Yeah, and so. Um, Jay Shetty was being interviewed and he made a comment about his marriage where he says, when a problem arises, it's not me against her. It's the two of us against the problem. I love that. And it's one of those things that like, honestly, even though he was talking about his marriage, I thought about with the relationships in my life that are not romantic, where I sit there and I'm like, okay, there's clearly an issue here. It's not me against you. It's us against this problem. What's yeah. the best solution for that? And it's interesting because I think that it's very easy to kind of get in your own ego and be like, I know I'm right. And I am saying this, guys, because this is who I am. Like, I struggle with that all the time where I'm like, I know I'm right. I know I'm right. And it's like, OK, do you want the problem to be resolved or do you just want to be heard? Like, mm, true. you know, let's pick what's the better uh, decision for the outcome. And so, yeah, I love that advice. It's not the two of you against each other. It's the two of you against the problem. Yeah. So that's a really, really good that's one, That's so good. Yeah. There's a, I mean, there's a lot of shitty advice out there, but there's a lot of really good ones, too. <laughs> <laughs> um, how do you feel like you can be sure when you love someone? Um, <laughs> my mind just went, like... When you can fart in front of them. <laughs> I love that so much. <laughs> oh, I love I, that so much. I think I might just leave it there. <laughs> Honestly, that might be our last question. I think that that's absolutely perfect. Oh, my God. When you can fart in front of them. Yeah, that's when you know you love them. Yeah. That's probably when you feel, like, fully secure in that relationship. Oh, yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah. Like, I... I think I, I think I started farting in front of Harold. That uh, <laughs> that's so silly. Oh, I love it so much. <laughs> but like, it was like, lit. This is gonna be awful for some people to hear. I think it was like two weeks into our relationship. I was like, oh, people feel very strongly about it. Yes. I know. Yeah, people have very strong feelings about mm-hmm. like farting in front of partners, but. I I feel like that just resembles like mm-hmm. total comfort yeah. and like total trust and like that is so silly. I cannot believe this is coming out of my mouth. But like <laughs> I love it so much. It's so honest. It's yeah. exactly the answer you would give me if the microphones weren't here. True. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, I'm gonna leave it there. <laughs> That's perfect. Um I similarly my thing is well I know okay. I know when I love someone when they're annoying the fuck out of me and I'm still willing to like do whatever it is that they need. That's yeah. when I'm like, okay, I, I, I love you. Yeah. Um, but I also know when it's like that beautiful mutual love, like this is one of my people, when I feel comfortable to be my bitchiest self. Yeah. So similarly with you with your farting, where I'm like, <laughs> oh, if you're seeing that side of me, if you're seeing like the side that not many other people always get to see, yeah, we're solid. Yeah. Like I clearly feel so comfortable with you. Right. And I know that you love me and you're not gonna judge me and I can just say whatever it is I'm thinking. Yeah. Um, because yeah, a lot of people don't always see that side. Right. And so um I that's the first thing that pops into my head. I'm like, oh, if I'm being a bitch. I love you. Yeah. <laughs> and that's... it's not always directed at you. Like, you know, right, it's a, right. Yeah. But like, if I say like that super bitchy thing that I didn't put a filter on and I just let it fly out of my mouth, it's right. because 
I clearly love you. I know you love me. And I know this is a safe space. Yeah. And so it's this really weird, like, you know, we're solid when you see the worst in me. (laughs) You know, we're solid when I, when I fart in our safe space. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I feel like every time you do, I'm always like, let them out. Let them out, girl. Let them out. (laughs) You're safe here. (laughs) Or I do the uh, donkey from Shrek. No, Shrek. Is it Donkey who says it or Shrek where he's like, better out than in? (laughs) Let him out, girl. (laughs) That's love. That is so silly. I cannot believe I just said that. I'm so proud of you for saying Uh, that. Thanks. (laughs) Oh, man. That's it. That's our conversation on love. I feel like that's like the perfect way to end that. That was such a good episode. All right. Fun. A little lighthearted. Yeah. Love those questions. I'm glad. Yeah. Next episode will be Mason Char. <laughs> we haven't done it in so nope long. To self. <laughs> I kind of miss it. <laughs> uh yeah, I'm excited. Yeah. Okay. So mm-hmm. if you guys want to follow us on Instagram, uh you can find us at the Magic Seekers Society. You can follow us on Twitter at Magic Seekers. And you can email us at the Magic Seekers Society at gmail.com. Yeah. And if you're on TikTok try to find sarah not try to find sarah find sarah yeah it's, it's just, worth it there's some really good stuff on there it's just my name sarah eckett come say hi yeah that'll be and awesome. follow christine's podcast too oh yeah it's on spotify and apple podcast reading, reading with christine figs yeah it's so good guys i'm so glad that you're enjoying it proud it makes bestie. Me so happy yeah this is a good moment yeah we love you guys we love you thanks for tuning in have a magical week oh yeah bye in your ears before you know it (laughs) ha ha ha